1: Okay, if you were playing Minnesota Tour Guide, where are the places you absolutely must take people who don't live in Minnesota, have never lived in Minnesota, but will be here for a little while? What are the things they need to see? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And I just, I found myself in this situation over the weekend. I've, I've gone back to school, first of all, Which is a bizarre thing at the age of forty-two, but a lot of people that are in my classes have moved here for a short period of time while we are completing this degree program, Mm -hmm. and uh, and I met them and I said, "What are you? You know, where are you from?" And they would tell me where they were from, and it was not Minnesota, and I'd say, "Are you living here?" And they're like, "Yeah, for the next few years," and I thought, "I want to, I want to show you everything." So what do you have to show somebody who's not from Minnesota so that they can get the full appreciation of Minnesota? I'm looking for suggestions. Mm-hmm. 651-641-1071. Bradley, do you have any ideas right off oh, the bat?
0: where do you want to start?
1: Well, you know it's funny? I'll start with one that you and I both did together. And I've lived here my whole life and had never oh, done sure. this. But a canoe ride down the Mississippi.
0: Yeah, from Wilderness Inquiry is one of the places you could do that. Yes. That's a wonderful local organization that does these trips down the river. But there are also other ways you can do that too. Or not even just um, canoe. You can like um, get on a boat and go down the river and just
1: like eat food and watch.
0: Yeah, you don't exactly. even have to like
1: grab a paddle yourself. Mm-hmm. 651-641-1071, What do I absolutely need to show my new out of town friends?
0: Um, I would say too the Grand Rounds. You know, like I think oh, the, the thing that
1: the grand Rounds. what do you think I said the ground rounds
0: yeah no I think you should go to the ground round (laughs) have some peanuts no the grand round scenic byway system because we take for granted the things that we see each and every day but I guarantee you if you've lived anywhere else for any length of time in any suburban setting for that matter um, because most suburban settings are just kind of or did I say suburban Urban. urban thank you most cities are basically pretty concretey, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. it's very rare that you would have this just beautiful network of lakes connecting, um, you know, an urban area. Yeah. So the fact that you can use, you don't just have to, like, get in your car and go from one lake to the next. You can literally hop on a bike. You can get on a scooter, walk, run, uh, or otherwise enjoy on two legs, Um that grand round yeah
1: that's a great idea let's go to the phones heather's on the line hi heather heather uh what do i absolutely need to show my new out-of-town friends in minnesota hi guys hi hi i've got two ideas so the first one is definitely the north shore oh
0: Oh, yes oh yeah oh yeah
1: oh yeah (laughs) and the second one is like do a combo the, Stor- the stone arch bridge and the mill city museum oh yeah that's yes, a good one. that's really good mill city museum and the stone arch bridge Th- those really are like such strikingly beautiful areas of our, t- our city that mm-hmm. again thank you by the way heather um again you and i bradley i think have started to take for granted not because we don't think they're amazing and beautiful but they're part of our daily routine and that's partly why you have to ask this question when somebody comes to town and they go, show me around. And you go, I would love to. And then you have to take yourself out of the city again to remind yourself what's so great about this area.
0: There's an incredible amount of history just like surrounding us that we take for granted on a regular basis. I mean, when I first came to Minnesota, I went to McAllister and I lived in that neighborhood and surrounding that neighborhood is just incredible amount of architectural history. Yeah. um, Connected with really awesome, famous people. So there's some, you know, really good history historical um the minnesota history center Mm -hmm. has some wonderful locations throughout the city that you can visit that give you a taste of the architecture and history of the city yeah um yeah i mean it really just depends on what you want the other thing is you haven't talked about food and really i mean i could do that all day now i will tell you that people from out of state need to experience the food scene as it is because it is unique um, and definitely worth taking your time. I mean, okay, Juicy Lucy, to be specific. Duh.
1: Thank you. Right. Okay. Let's go to Deb. Hi, Deb. Deb, what Deb? What should I uh, take my new out of town friends to do in in uh, the area?
0: Every time I have
1: an out of town guest, I take them to Stillwater and take them on the trolley tour. You learn about the history of the first town in the in the. State,
0: and I don't know if you're familiar with it, but Stillwater was to be the state capital, but somehow St. Paul won out.
1: Yeah. You know, uh, thank you, by the way, Deb. Um, and I've never done that before.
0: And it's true. She's absolutely right. It, used to, it was going to be where the state capital was, but they ended up getting the prison
1: okay so i've heard the same thing about like saint peter before that that was going to be the state capital like i've heard that many cities were going to be well, the there state were like capital.
0: three things that i know that um they got the state pri- like Stillwater got the prison saint paul got the capital and i don't know there's like one other thing that i'm forgetting that somebody got i don't know i mean if it was saint peter it was the saint peter like the, the state, state saint- hospital okay well maybe that was
1: it I don't know let's go to Valerie hi Valerie Valerie, what do I need to show my friends Valerie Um, so Bradley touched on mine a little bit but I had in-laws in town last fall and we took them down to Minnehaha Falls and we went hiking around there Um, and then either you head right over to Matt's bar for your Juicy Lucy Mm -hmm. um,
0: what was the last part Oh, sea Salt, sea salt. Yeah, yes, right which is right it.
1: there at the Falls. Depending you, on the Valerie. time of
0: year, yeah, get in there before it closes. Oh,
1: yeah, but also get in there before everybody else gets there. Yeah,
0: good luck with that. Because
1: that's always the, the yeah, special I mean, you skill make, you have to have. you can make
0: a day out of any one of the parts of the scenic byway, because remember, that does include not just Minnehaha, but the lakes, but also the river. So there's yeah. like a whole network, and you can pick any point along there and just enjoy it. And especially this time of year, because you're very quickly going to have the... Turning of the leaves.
1: If only I could take the grand rounds to the ground round. Okay, let's get to Mary. She'll I have. I think the you would want to word. take the
0: ground round to the grand rounds, right? Either way, so that you could just have a stop along the way.
1: Uh, let's go to Mary. Hi, Mary. Mary, what do I Hi, need Colleen. to show my new out-of-town friends? Grand Marais, the Gunflint Trail, mm-hmm. and the BWCA. I mean, i I was with you up until the BWCA. No, you don't have to go canoeing, you don't okay. have to portage, but if you drive up the Gunflint Trail from, from Grand Marais, you are in the BWCA, and you can pull off, you can go have a cocktail at the Lodge, at the Gunflint Lodge, and you're right in the heart of it, and you can see what it's like. Okay. And there'll be people coming and going who are portaging. Okay. I mean, you can just do it for a weekend. Okay. I Thank you. As long as I don't have to do the camping and the canoeing, I'm in. She thank doesn't want to you. wipe her own
0: fanny and put it in just, the hole. I
1: only sleep under five <laughs> stars. So thank you for that, Bradley. Um, these are good ideas. Thank you, everybody. We for haven't even gotten to
0: Red Wing. And- oh, I know
1: like there's so much and again i think it is a good exercise from time to time as a person who has i mean i've lived here for 42
0: years the uh mia arts mia
1: i know there's so many great things you do just need to stop yourself every once in a while take a step back and say if i were traveling here what would i what what is so beautiful or so amazing or so unique here that i would need to see it and then you know all the if answers. i'm available
0: i you know i i'm happy to was a joke okay that's cute so beautiful that's cute i no see way. what you did there when we come
1: back on the colleen and bradley show oh man everybody is weighing in on uh the fat shaming
0: <laughs> you just said weighing in i off. know that's cute
1: but, uh, and this is of course about bill maher and everybody's got something to say about it well guess what we do too we're going to talk about it after this on my talk 107.1 well, much ado is being made of some comments that Bill Maher made about fat shaming. And, uh, everybody's been weighing in on it. See what I did there? This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, <laughs> streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley, Bradley, Bradley trainer. trainer. Um, and this all started with, uh, a bit on Bill Maher's show where he basically said, and we'll play a little snippet of it in in a bigger context, where he basically said, he thinks that it's probably a good idea for fat shaming to return. Um, and everybody had something to say about it, including but not limited to James Corden, who kind of, led the charge well this morning uh, the Today Show I believe it was this morning did a little uh, piece on this with uh, Al Roker sharing his thoughts and what we're going to play right now is a snippet of that that story so you'll get a little bit of everything in it just to get
0: caught up to speed here we go So two big late night hosts are squaring off earlier this month on an episode of Real Time uh, with Bill Maher Maher called for the return of fat shaming this is part of what he said We have gone to this weird place where fat is good. It's pointing out that fat is unhealthy. That's what's bad. Fat shaming doesn't need to end. Needs to make a comeback. (laughs) Some amount of shame is good. All right, so there's... Obviously, he has none. (laughs) There's Bill Maher. Uh, And in addition to Mr. (laughs) Walker's response, James Corden also responding. Uh, And Corden receiving a lot of praise for his response to Bill Maher's comments. Take a look at what Corden said Thursday night.
1: Somebody needs to say something about this, if only there was someone with a
0: platform who knew what it was actually like to be overweight, and then I realised, ah, that'll be me. (laughs) Let's be
1: honest, fat shaming is just bullying, that's what it is, it's bullying.
0: And bullying only
1: makes the problem worse, okay,
0: Bill. Please
1: hear me when I say this, while you're encouraging people to think about what goes into their mouths, just think a little harder about what comes out of yours. Yeah, it was good. You know what he did? He infused humor with facts, mm-hmm. right? He talked about this. Some people have genetic issues. There are some people who are genuinely trying, and then when you're shaming them, it makes them, you know, what makes them it makes them eat, want to eat more. I mean, he right. went into reasons Look, why it
0: happened. As somebody who has struggled with his weight yeah. all, all my adult life and my childhood, and had been bullied and fat shamed, if you will, we didn't have that term then, but it 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 scars people. And and guess what? We all know we're overweight. We all know we're fat. We all know we need to lose weight. Uh, somebody like Bill Mar, Bill Maher, needs to shut the front door and and just you know, forget about. He doesn't know what he's talking about, and it's not going to help anybody. So. Cheers. Here, here.
1: So there you yeah. go. So that was this morning on the Today Show. Those were Al Roker's thoughts on. Uh, I think I believe it was this morning. It might have been yesterday morning. I'm sorry. I barely know what day it is. Anyway, I wanted to share that because much ado has been made about that, and more people have added their voice to the voices of um, James Corden and of Al Roker. Would you like to add your voice? No, you know what I want to add my voice to? I don't, like, we need to be dumb shaming Bill Maher.
0: So instead of fat shame or, you know, talking about fat shaming, we should talk about dumb shaming. Yeah, let's
1: make that a thing. Tell me more. I just, well, I guess my, no, it's not even a problem. I just feel like the more fuel that gets put on this, the more, like, the more, the more people kind of take on the mantle, the more it starts to gather steam again, right? Because you make room for the other voice well, to go, like, Piers, the Piers Morgans of the yeah. world who are like, I'm on Bill Maher's side rather than just like either a just ignoring the idiocracy of is that a word idiocy idiocy of bill maher and just feeling like
0: idiocracy is the kind of government we (laughs) in our country two three four sorry
1: anyway uh is is like the idiocy of bill maher's comments just let it go um just like move on my problem is that now this is becoming part of the conversation again and it even though there are a lot of voices that are saying this is wrong don't do it and explaining why it leaves room for voices like who is the who is the panel member that said like you know because then when you fat shame somebody it leads them to eat more and I'm thinking oh girlfriend no
0: yeah I don't think your fat shaming is really going to be that like that problem it's is much. Misconstrued greater. and so, muddy. What yes, to your point, it's getting uh misconstrued and muddy, and it's not the real issue because like to your point about dumb shaming, we most certainly should dumb shame him and not counter the reasons why fat shaming is bad. We all know that. Like that we knew that ten years ago we started to talk about it. It's not to say that there are not problems and that people are fat shamed still. Of course they are. And, you know, if there's an example of that that needs to be called out, call it out. But what needs to be called out in this moment is his just being a jerk for the sake of getting attention. He's not saying anything new, newly jerky. It's just, it's like a lazy, like, really, Bill Maher? In 2019, your platform is going to be, we need to shame people more? right? Okay, so, you know, I get what he thinks he's saying, which is we um, we don't tell people the truth. I disagree with it, right. But you know, like this is not new. This is like stuff like people were saying twenty years ago, like we just need to shame these people more. They got it too easy. They think they can just go around being fat and eating and not have to worry about being fat. Like, what do you think you're giving people right now that they haven't heard their entire lives? And um, also,
1: what's it to you, Bill Maher? Like, yeah. what is it to you? Like, how life like is in
0: any way affected yeah, by it? Yeah,
1: that's what really I think gets me about it is, and that's the thing I would love to call out is in what world do you live in where everybody is going to do things the way you want them to be done? Even when it has absolutely no bearing on you whatsoever. What is he
0: fighting for? The right to look to a person that he judges as quote unquote fat and say, you really should stop eating. Yeah. Okay. I don't really. Why are you trying to fight that battle? You're a jerk. That's what you want the ability to be like. We've all decided that like it's a complicated issue. It's not my problem. If people have you know what I mean? Like we have had this conversation right. we know how to be adults and kind without being fat shaming we've moved on it's like a lot of other issues that our society um has you know i thought we all came to this conclusion but the problem is there are people like bill maher there are people like pierce morgan who who have learned something and that's when they start talking about a very controversial issue it's gonna get attention yep and when it gets attention other people latch on to it, and then they, in turn, try to get attention. Yeah. So, to your point, it's really just this... It becomes this organism of its own that is not helpful to really anybody.
1: And it's because it's worked for him. Yeah. I mean, it's worked for Bill Maher. Yeah. to again. So, just like, we just got to stop. We got to think critically. We got to take a deep breath. We got to not let Bill Maher and the Bill Mars of the world tell us anything, really, frankly. Mm-hmm. Moving right along.
0: Yeah, well... Bill Maher, you're a jerk. Yeah,
1: and that's your jerk-shaming for the day. When we come back on The Colleen and Bradley Show, we're going to tell you about idiots. We're going to publicly shame the crazy, stupid ones after this on My Talk 107.1. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, Hi. And these are a crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot.
0: Yeah. Colleen and Bradley present CSI.
1: Uh, this actually is a Florida man story.
0: Oh, good.
1: So you know that like people get all excited about Florida man stories because usually they're so dumb. Yeah. And this one's kind of dumb, but it's kind of like smart dumb.
0: Oh, okay? that's dangerous territory.
1: I know. So I want to tell you about a person in the state of Florida uh, who had a Mercury Cougar, okay, a 2002 wow. Mercury that's Cougar. That's thing? Well, it's from 2002. It's still so it's nice and old. But what he wanted was a Bugatti
0: Veyron. I don't even know what that is.
1: It's a Bugatti. I don't
0: it's know. What- I, I only know about that from uh, music. Bugatti. There's like a Britney Spears song where she says Bugatti.
1: It's a very fancy and incredibly expensive car. So he had a 2002 Mercury Cougar, but what he wanted was a Bugatti. So you know what he did?
0: You he, know what he did? He went in Bugatti one.
1: <laughs> That's cute. He went and Bugatti himself one. No, kind of. He made one for himself using his 2002 Mercury. Okay. He dressed up his Mercury. I mean, and he and I'm not saying like not like the cheap. Halloween costumes that you get that kind of vaguely look like the thing you're trying to dress up as, but you got it on a budget. Yeah. Not like that. He went to great lengths to dress up his 2002 Mercury Cougar to look like a Bugatti. And guess what?
0: He got arrested?
1: No, he didn't get arrested. Like, first of all, the thing I think is crazy, stupid, idiot worthy is like, I wonder how much he spent on this because I bet he could have bought a Bugatti for it. Wow! But there are crazy stupid idiots in this. And this is the people of the area who are looking at the Craigslist ad that have driven the price up because now he's trying to sell his fake Bugatti. They've driven the price up in interest from whatever it's worth. I mean, like nothing to one hundred twenty five thousand dollars. Wow, he's apparently good. going to be able to sell this thing for probably somewhere in the ne- in the range of one hundred twenty five thousand dollars. That's kind of
0: awesome, though.
1: Do you know how much an actual Bugatti costs? No,
0: I do not, but it's probably a lot more than that.
1: A hundred, like one hundred thirty thousand, basically. So, really, yeah, he's kind of dumb like a fox. Like now, he might be able to spe- he might be able to sell his fake Bugatti and get a real Bugatti.
0: How much is a real Bugatti? How much is a real Bugatti? You
1: don't have to put real Bugatti because you can just put Bugatti. Um, the honey,
0: they're like three million dollars. Whoops. One point seven to $3 Oh, I'm million sorry. Dollars. No,
1: I missed this. I I misread this. They valued the fake Bugatti at $128,000 oh, okay. and he's trying to sell it for $125,000. Got it. Yes, you're yeah. right. So they can be anywhere between 1.3 million and 3.3 3 million.
0: So I feel like he's got a good deal. I mean, I mean again, still, he's, he's taking a Mercury it, nice. Cougar and I mean, he could buy a house with that.
1: They're calling it a Boo a
0: Boo Cougar. A Boo Cougar? A Boo Cougar. Okay. Anyway, car guys are they're legit, man. Apparently,
1: but did you see this car? I mean, even the inside, he's tried to re
0: reconfigure yeah, it's very to clever. look
1: like a Bugatti.
0: I will say it's very clever. Imagine I have the no amount of time he spent on that. Desire, um, we have. Uh, let's just say I. There's a guy at the gym that I go to who drives a McLaren. Have you ever heard uh-huh. of McLaren? Oh,
1: yeah, I have. My two boys are total sports car gearheads. Okay,
0: so so yeah. yes. And I just think that I don't understand that world at all. Like I love old cars and like fun cars, but like cars that are a $3 million, like who has time for this?
1: I drive a minivan. Yeah. So sit with that. Now, you know where I stand on the issue.
0: Who do you got? Who's your crazy stupidity? Um, all right. We need to go to Florida, and this time we've got some criminal behavior. Okay. And it all starts, actually, totally unrelated. We have to start with a 35-year-old by the name of Megan Mondanero and a 31-year-old named Aaron Thomas. And these two were just out goofing off on a Friday evening at about 11.40 in the p.m. They were on bicycles on Fernanda Beach, uh, which is apparently... Um not on, a beach. No, it's actually a city. Which okay. is outside Jacksonville. And they were on a street in Ferdinand okay. Beach. And they were on their bikes just tootling around. And as the two bikes cut across a road, they were almost hit by another vehicle because they didn't have any lights on their bicycles.
1: Oh, you gotta like That's those dangerous. Things up. That is That's dangerous. That's dangerous,
0: right? So, okay. Police Pulled them over and were like, you guys, seriously, you can't just be tootling around with no lights. You're kind of weaving in and out of traffic. Oh, also, um, I feel like you kind of smell like booze and your speech is kind of slurry.
1: Oh, they were drunk biking.
0: So. Also illegal. They did decline to perform c- uh, field sobriety tests. Uh, And he was like, well, I don't care. I'm going to arrest you anyway. And so Officer Mark Hunter. Or you mean. Officer Mark, Mark Hanser, Officer Mark Hanser, <laughs> Hark Munter, Hark Munter, no, arrested them and put him back in the back of his uh, vehicle. That's when things got crazy stupid. I was going to say day. everything sounds pretty standard so far. He, uh, they were handcuffed, by the way, so they were uh, unable to mm, do things with their hands. Although somehow. Moments later, after uh, Officer Hunter went to um, talk to somebody and do some things. Do some he,
1: ossifery things. Yeah, he
0: came back, and the two were out of their handcuffs. <gasps> Presto, change It was like Houdini up in there, and guess what? what? Not only that, they were buck naked. Wow, I mean, they got busy quick. Yes, and, wait for it, they were also... Doing it. Oh, so they really got busy quick. Yeah. When the officer came back, they opened the car doors, fled on naked foot. Oh. And thankfully, Ossifer Mark was able to to, uh, catch them uh, and recapture them near the Coldstone Creamery. So.
1: Oh, they were. Going out for ice cream after their very special hug.
0: Yeah. Things got worse after that. Like, she started kicking. Oh. She also has a tattoo that says Miss Thirsty on her left forearm, which was kind of interesting. Okay. But, um, she got some abrasions from, like, hitting the ground because oh, she gosh. couldn't walk on her own. I mean, it was a mess. So, moral of the story is, kids, <laughs> if you want to get crunk on a bike, do it in your own backyard. Yeah. And then don't... People don't care if you're in your backyard. Yeah. You can you're- get as crunk as you want. Yeah. If you want to get naked... You want to expose your sexual organs and engage in lascivious acts? Oh, you can't do that in your backyard, though, probably, unless well, you're I under mean, a blanket or something. Yeah, I like
1: to try your hand. Can you, at you do it.
0: that in your own backyard?
1: I don't know. I don't think so. If I, there's well, a fence, wait a minute. That's a good question. I don't know. I would imagine. Can I, exp-
0: can I run around in my own backyard and jiggle my bits?
1: I think you can, as long as it's nobody else can see. see? Yeah. Right.
0: I've got uh, uh, some pretty big bushes. Do you in my bag? Are you
1: proud about that? <laughs> Let's go to New York for our final crazy, stupid, idiot. Okay. Uh oh man, I'm not going to get into the details of this because it's pretty bad. But uh, basically, just know this: uh, a <laughs> that guy. Means there's something really. Well, sad Well, there's in the just story. It, th- there's lots of sad things, but this guy, his name is Francisco Alberto Hernandez. He's 29 years old, and he. Uh, Moderately violently robbed some people on the street.
0: Mild- mildly, mildly, what did you say? I just
1: want, I just didn't want to like have to explain you the details of like, there was a child involved and it was, it was bad. Just know it was bad. Okay. Like somebody got knocked out. It was bad. But when the person came to and then called the police, they were like, Hey, just got robbed. Like all my money's gone and this is bad. And somebody came forward and said to the cops yeah so I kind of saw some of this happen and it turns out not only did the robber take all that stuff from that lady yeah he also dropped something and it's this do you want to know what it was
0: Dropped something like his library card
1: his own wallet and his own identification oh. so the idiot robber goes to like commit a huge robbery, takes the woman's everything no. and runs off with it, but he leaves behind his calling card, literally. No. Um, and then but then he ran away. So he's gone. He's on foot, he's gone. A couple of minutes later, a little while later, uh, they get a call from a nearby Dollar Tree. <laughs> Guess what? What? They'd just gotten robbed at gunpoint. Guess what? Fit the description. Guess what? Same guy. Guess what? They were able to catch up with him after a brief foot chase, and he has been charged with two felony counts of robbery and one misdemeanor count of making terroristic threats, which I will not get into. Whoa. But that's the story. Was he like, I'm going to do some stuff? Uh, During his arraignment on Monday. Uh he said, you know, he just moved to the neighborhood just a couple days ago. Uh and he had he's he not even he doesn't have a job yet, so he really needed some extra money.
0: Okay. So
1: bad choices.
0: I'm telling you, man, there are better ways to live your life.
1: True that. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, the best way to live your life is to play the throwback live at 245. We're gonna do that when we return on my talk yeah. 1071.